Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in between? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B, coming at y'all with a very special episode 17 of the Tea with Queen B. 17 mm-hmm. is special to me because it's my birthday, like, I'm March 17th. Amber, I should have did that on your birthday as well, the 10th. Yeah, I guess I'm not important. I'm so sorry. Of course, I have my one and only right hand hitter with me, the motherfucking goddess, capital MF. Capitalized the MF. Thank you. Exactly. I keep reiterating that. Y'all, today is a very special episode because this is Amber and I's first episode where we're actually not together. Bianca is really taking this quarantine thing. (laughs) Mind you... (laughs) We were just together for a week straight. Now, all of a sudden, we need to record in separate houses. Okay. I'm on quarantine. I'm trying to keep my family safe. <laughs> okay, Bianca. So, Amber and I are actually on FaceTime together, and we're recording the episode at the same time, because there was just no way, although Amber and I do talk on the phone all the time, there was no way we are going to be able to do the episode in that <laughs> right but, y'all we just had to figure this whole set up out thank goodness for technology because we are here and we just had to record we're fresh off of vacay yes. goodness. we did tell y'all in the last episode that we were going to Myrtle Beach with the family and it was definitely so much fun we're going to jump into um what we did on vacay, as this episode is entitled Vacating Versus. We're going to get into all that good stuff. But Amber, what have you been doing all week? Bianca, you know what I've been doing all week because you've been seeing me all week. <laughs> You're not bots. So I literally, now that you home. I, I mean, I, uh, I took like a day or two for myself before I jumped back into work. <laughs> so um, a couple of my clients were like, are you going to quarantine when you come back? Because... I need to get snatched. And I thought about it. Then I said to myself, we were kind of to ourselves the entire trip. So I didn't really feel the need to, you know, take two weeks off before I saw my clients. So, yeah, I just got back to work. Okay. Took a little you time. I mean, I know that people were, you know, kind of talking about people going on vacation and everything. But ours was a little bit different as in we were kind of separated. I do miss y'all so much. I meant to record while I was in Myrtle Beach, because my father is such a character, y'all. He was so <laughs> ready to do a podcast, like, but I had to kind of pump the brakes on that, because once I heard him starting to talk, I was like, oh, wait one minute, let me digress, because yes. he was turned up. <laughs> he really was. He was so ready to just come on here and shoot the shit with y'all. It was not even funny. He said, my, oh, yeah. Put me on the mad fucking ass. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's that. It was going to be real ghetto. It really was. Like, I hated here ghetto. It was going to be that. <laughs> like, I'm embarrassed. The embarrassment. <laughs> um, Of course, yeah, I do have a little cough. I just got done smoking. Y'all don't want that on air. 
Uh, well, I, I don't know what else to do for the people, okay? I'm trying to sip my wine <laughs> to calm the throat, okay? That's oh, doing absolutely it. nothing, but okay. Let me sip a bit. And see you didn't it. say hot tea. You said wine. So wine helps you with your throat now. Room do temperature. Do not take Bianca's <laughs> advice. I'm just telling you. Do not take her advice. <laughs> it's not going to do that. It will make you go to sleep. What, is that Taylor Port? No, this is not the port. I do love my port. This is some sweet red. Okay. Well, I'm drinking core water. Okay. That's what I'm drinking right okay. now. Because I feel like I gained 10 pounds on vacation. Thank you. I- definitely feel like I gained 10 pounds on vacation because all I ate was meat and bread. (laughs) Anyway. Y'all, it is September already. Can you believe it? I I don't know about y'all, but I'm ready for the fall. Uh, Maybe that's because I'm Mrs. Puff right now. (laughs) I am am feeling down in the dumps about the weight gain, but I can't be mad at anybody but myself. My routine has changed. Things have changed. I've put on a couple of LBs. You know, I've had to look at my girl for inspiration. Like, tell me I'm beautiful, bitch. Because (laughs) (laughs) I'm a little down in the dumps. And it was to the point where I even started trying on, you know, some winter stuff. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing how things fit. And, I mean, my clothes still fit. I'm not, you know, outrageous. I was a fat girl before. But, you know, now (laughs) it's just... Things are a little bit more snug. So I recently went, you know, have been, you know, walking a bit more lately. However, oh gosh, I went on like a lengthy walk the other day and I have these sneakers that they're called like zero drop. So they're really, really flat. So they almost make you feel like negative a little bit. They're supposed to like keep your calves engaged and like all of that. Well, Baby girl's calf was a little bit too engaged, <laughs> and my hamstring caught a goddamn cramp when I was 25 minutes away oh, from the house. Got my little Roddy Rich on, got my little pump on, honey, getting my little fast walk on. No, cramp hit me and said, Down, boy, down. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, my gosh. No. No, I didn't fall, but literally had to, like, do some lunges and, like, stretch it out, like, hitting myself in the back of the leg because my hamstring had just completely tensed up. Look at Missy in the back. Y'all, I'm looking at my my dog niece on FaceTime right now. She's so bad. (laughs) She literally thinks she's, like, a Rottweiler or something. She's a Yorkie. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing at this point. But no, y'all, I had a really bad hamstring and I was so pissed at myself because I had gotten into a rhythm. I had gotten into a groove. I was getting my walk on. I ate a a grilled chicken sandwich yesterday with no (laughs) damn bread on it. Okay. How are you going to have Chick-fil-A without the goddamn bread? You ain't have to go that far. You could have done like a wheat bun or something. Well, I just did the lettuce, you know, situation. I you still was hungry as hell, wasn't you? No, I was good, actually, because I still had my little kale crunch with it or whatever, and I was satisfied. I just had the same exact meal, and I was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> How are you hungry? Everybody? I need a cinnamon roll. <laughs> Do you need a bowl of cereal, ma'am? Yes. <laughs> Don't get me started. I told you that. I, I, I still didn't get no more milk. And I refuse to eat frosted mini wheat dragon. <laughs> With the spoon. Ever called me talking about how she realized she didn't have any milk. <laughs> how's the kite? 
and we're scooping the end of the frosted mini wheat. You know, ain't nothing but shreds of wheat down there and sugar. It was so good, though. <laughs> she said, I was going to take a picture of everybody. I said, I might as well keep that to myself. Yes. <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. Hey, when you had anything goes, cereal is cereal. But I have been, you know, portioning myself a little bit better and um, my girlfriend and I went to the grocery store yesterday and we usually pick up like a lot of like little snacks and treats for ourselves. We love like a crumb apple pie and you know, I love like you guys snack cats. I'm just saying. Be honest, oh. the best. I was over there, I know this is off topic. I was over there recently <laughs> and I was like, Y'all, I need a snack. I'm a little hungry. I was like, Oh, this is going to snack cabinet. And I was not prepared for what I saw. <laughs> I'm gonna put Bianca on blast, but let's just say that I had options. Okay? Yes, I mean, no, literally, <laughs> literally, we have that sweet tooth after we've been smoking, and then it's just like, okay, go in the cabinet. I mean, it could be anything in there from hot pickles in a package to peanut butter crackers to pop tarts. To I mean, it's just it's literally the snack cabinet. I wasn't gonna say it. Right. I mean, I haven't been in there lately. Melissa is more of a snacker than I am. Um, that's not really me unless I'm like super duper high because once I eat a bowl of cereal, I'm good. Right. But I am trying. I really am. You know, you have been trying. I'm proud. I really have. Like, I walked, we walked to the grocery store the other day. Like, it was good. It was good. But... <clears throat> We're going to make it there. Then I'm going to go to Amber to get some little laser lipo. Tighten it on up. Finally. Maybe I'll take you serious this time. Exactly. Figure it on out. Anyway, yes, I don't know about the rest of y'all. I'm ready for the fall. I'm ready for a scarf to wrap up my neck. I'm ready to put on a hat, some boots. I'm definitely ready for some boots and some cooler weather because I have been baking like a raisin in the sun. (laughs) I literally have. Yeah. And I want to shop for the fall. I, I stopped shopping for the summer. I was like, I'm done. I'm going to go ahead and just get into my fall bag. So, can't wait to see the fall trends and where everybody's going to put on because we all are giving puff right now. Can we just skip the fall? I just want to put on my fur coat because I bought a fur coat a little too late into the season last you year. You did. So, it's I only can wear one that one time you wore that fur coat, it was a little too cold. And I was like, bitch, you're shivering. No, it was really cozy. It was a full length. I know. It was It was very much Kardashian. Anyway, we're going to jump right into the history for this week. Of course, y'all know I always like to give y'all a little piece of our past before we move forward. So on September 2nd in 1963, The um, news station CBS went from having a 15-minute broadcast to a 30-minute broadcast. Now, I know that might not seem like a significant thing for a lot of people, but from 1948 to 1963, all news broadcasts on TV were only 15 minutes, which is really hard to believe now in this day and age of 24-hour TV. You can watch... MSNBC, you can watch CNN, you can watch that shit all day, all night. You know, this was at a time when reporters, there were one or two reporters on TV. It was their station. They dominated. It really wasn't a world where other journalists could break in. And 
the 30 minute overnight, you know, just really revolutionized journalism and even got the attention of the president at the time was President Kennedy gave Walter Cronkite the first exclusive interview that was on 30 minute television. So, you know, we, we turn on the news now and we know now we get news from like four in the morning till 7 a.m. And then. You I don't like it. Again, I mean, you get it again at 10 o'clock and then you get it again at 11 and then you watch your stories. So um, it was able to introduce a lot more reporters to the scene because they were able to have segments. Then you can have a two or three minute segment and, you know, introduce a new reporter who's up and coming. And it changed the way that we received information at the time because in the 60s, you have to realize that we still heavily relied on magazines and newspapers to give us all the news that we needed, whether that be international or local, we relied on the newspaper. So overnight in the 60s, it made this shift to where we would turn on the TV to get our news and weren't getting this really watered down 15 minute quick news segment. And this really paved the way for a lot of um, the civil, <clears throat> sorry y'all, that paved the way for a lot of the, you know, civil rights happened after that. The March on Washington happened on that. You know, they say that we landed on the moon after that. So this just opened the door for us to be able to cover a lot more things at one time. So definitely appreciate CBS for making that, which might seem a small step to other people. Every other news station follows suit after that and it really did just revolutionize the way that we receive tv even to this day and trust me i've watched naked news okay so. 15 minutes though <laughs> yeah like it's no time how can you cover everything in 15 minutes yeah that's crazy i mean and the fact that you even have to reduce somebody's creativity to 15 minutes is absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. so there's that. And also on September 3rd, which is today in 1838, Frederick Douglass escaped from slavery disguised as a sailor. I did not know this. I didn't either. New information to me. I did not delve into um, the background of that because that is definitely a conversation that I would love to have with everybody at a later date and time. But I didn't know that. I did know that he was from a slave family, but I didn't know, you know, like the ins and outs of it. So maybe I need to brush up on my Frederick Douglass besides what his hair looked like. Right. At this point. <laughs> at this Because that's all I know. And that's all I know it's is the hair well. for me. It's the hair for me. He was like the black Einstein. Yeah. <laughs> he does give crazy. Einstein vibe. That is crazy. But yeah, that's our history wrap-up for this week. I thought it was really informative and because we're on a social platform, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's me. I'm a nerd. But I thought that was really cool history for the week. We are going to take a quick break and we'll be back with the rest of the show. Hey guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast 
right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, like I was saying, we were in North Myrtle Beach. So, if we were in a private um, house, it was, you know, okay or whatever. But it was definitely the quiet side of town. It wasn't given like, this is where they have bike week. It was given like, this is where all of the white people come to vacation with their families <laughs> for the summer. It, we were literally the only black people. And... Yeah. I said this several times while we were down there. You do not realize the intensity of your blackness until you are the only black people. Correct. And not saying that we didn't see any black people, but we just weren't on that side of the beach. Like our beach was almost private. I mean, you could Mm -hmm. go out there and it might be 10 families out there in the morning. Like there was really no one on the beach. It was private. We were steps away from the beach. But there was all white folk. Yeah, old white folk. Old white folk. I don't need to wear a mask. Trump 2020 white folk. Yeah, a little uncomfortable. It was. Like, at times, you know, people go to Atlanta. You know, people go to New York. People go to Florida. We go to Miami. But you don't realize in between these hot spots is really still the deep south. Mm -hmm. And you you have to realize where you are when you are where you are. Because there were Trump 2020 signs everywhere. Nobody wore masks, even though by law, you know, they were there were signs that said mask required. Nobody wore a mask in Myrtle Beach. Yes, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, it was super weird. I mean, to go from here where we're all so super strict about it. I mean, we will pull up on a motherfucker at the grocery store. Ma'am, you're not wearing a mask type shit. And when you go down there, there's just so many people. That's one of the battles that you just have to pick and choose. I cannot ask you to protect yourself. So I'm going to protect myself because you choose not to. Right. This shit was crazy. I mean, there was bitches not wearing shoes in the grocery store. Yeah, I was like, hold on. Y'all too damn comfortable. I understand you at the beach, bitch. But that don't mean you just throw inhibition out the goddamn Right. Media. It's no sand in here, ma'am. Ma'am. I mean, I mean, there's probably sand under your feet now, yucky. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it just, it was a different atmosphere. Like, we went into some of the stores just buying like towels and things of that nature and there were like confederate swimming trunks right and all kinds of trump things around keychains and this and that and fully outright you know vehemently support trump out there and I hate that now that I just automatically associate that to bigotry, you know, because it just is what it is. Like, I can't even decide, you know, if you're an okay, 
president or not because your morality is just freaking out the window. But that's even here nor there. So it was a little bit uncomfortable in um, certain times. And also, not uncomfortable, but I know my father might want to back down from anybody. You know, he makes a great living doing what he does. And he is an established black man. And he will not hesitate to get on his soapbox and let you know. Yeah, I was like, I hope he don't cut up. Because he be waiting for a motherfucker to say something to him mm-hmm. so he can read With his um, Black Lives Matter mask. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, give me the motherfucking that. Yeah, let me get that from the back. Yeah, let me let him know what it is in here. Sir, no one's wearing a mask. They don't. Right. <laughs> but still, it was. It was super weird. Now, when we we went to the opposite side of Myrtle Beach and decided to stay there for a night, and that was the side that was, like, popping. It was super diverse. There was more people. There were more people wearing masks on that side because they're from out of town and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just a it was just a more lively atmosphere on that side of town. So now I know um, when I go back to Myrtle Beach, that was my first time there. I went to Myrtle Beach to stay on the south end of the beach because yeah. the north end just isn't really for me. Yeah, I'm proud of my blackness wherever I go. But when we first pulled up, when you're talking about everybody and their grandmama was on the balconies looking at us. And right. I'm like, yeah, bitch, we here in what's up? Why you over there in that motherfucking condo? We over here in this whole private home, baby. <laughs> they was on their little balconies watching us. It's like, damn. Yeah, you was in your apartamento, okay? <laughs> or your hotel. Stop playing. But it was really fun. I did a lot of things. We jet skied, which was so much fun. We jet skied. And I um, am a person that I have to, like, get a little bit used. I'm a scary bitch. But <laughs> I got used to it. And at one point, I was, like, going, like, 85 on a jet ski. Like, moving on that bitch. My girlfriend lost her expensive-ass sunglasses. <laughs> and she was like, oh, my God, I'm so pissed. But I had a good time. Now, they... Clipper and I on a banana boat. Yes. They fucked up. Bianca was so excited. Bianca, you were too excited about this fucking Uh, banana boat. And I, first of all, I didn't really know what it was. So, when Bianca was like, we about to go get on the banana boat. And I was like, what's that? And she was like, you know, when you get on the little boat and they just like pull you around the ocean. And I was like, okay. Like, she really downplayed the shit out of it. Listen. There was nothing fun. It was downplayed to me. There was nothing was fun about the banana boat. <laughs> I like no. Mm-mm. My nails hurt so bad from holding. If you guys never seen a banana boat, like it's basically like a long raft, and it just has like ropes on it for you to hold on. You're just sitting on this raft, right? And I guess you're supposed right. to plant your feet and just hold on to the rope while someone is on either a jet ski or a boat and they're pulling you. But those waves <laughs> just hit in the water and I don't know how oh fast that motherfucker was going, but I am convinced that he wanted to knock our black asses off. <laughs> I didn't fall off. Yes, because my nails hurt so bad from holding on so tight because you cannot have me falling off nobody's nothing in the middle of the ocean because I can't swim. 
So I just had to do what I had to do. Yeah. My nails hurt for days after. That's how tight I was holding on. Didn't you fall off? Girl. Yes, I fucking fell off the banana boat. Was barely over like the fifth wave before my fat ass was going over the side of the banana boat. And if you ain't never fell off a raft or anything in open water, it is it takes nothing but upper body strength to pull yourself up <laughs> out the raft. This is at this moment I knew a bitch was Mrs. Buff. Because I looked up with full fear in my eyes and told my family, I don't think I'll be able to pull yeah. myself up. <laughs> So I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull myself up. I was so uh, y'all hold on. I'm not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> so we're just like pull my yourself up. Mother. Put your leg on the side of the boat and pull yourself up. It looked easy. It was not that fucking easy. I was down in that fucking water. <laughs> like that's like climbing up on a raft. Then when my fat ass leg got up there, it was so slippery. That motherfucker just fell right down. My stepmother grabbed my fucking life jacket and yanked me over the, <laughs> the oh banana boat. Girl, because no, I, look, I refused to let go of the rope. I wasn't going to be able to help you. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Girl, they might as well take us to Cadillac Ranch now, bitch. <laughs> I would do well at Cadillac Ranch because I did not let go. I don't give a fuck. We lost my nephew. The ne- Our nephew fell off the banana boat and he was like, 50 feet behind us, like yards behind us or whatever, in the water, just look. That man At that did moment that on purpose. I'm telling you, and then he cut our ride short because I guess because we kept falling off looking crazy. And let, let me tell y'all, this is when I was embarrassed. I wasn't embarrassed until we went and stayed on the south side and our hotel room was Floor. And I realized looking over the balcony, scared to shit on the 21st floor, <laughs> that you can see miles out in front of you in the ocean. So I know good and hell well somebody seen me or that motherfucking <laughs> banana. It had to be the most pathetic banana boat ride if someone was watching because we could not get it together. When it first took off, Somebody had already failed. Then Bianca failed when we didn't even get all the way out there yet. Like, everyone was falling over to the point where I think we were supposed to be out there for like 20, 30 minutes. That ride was all of 10 minutes because that man brought our asses back. Like, the whole time people was falling off and I hurt my knee. Yeah, to this day, my knee is hurting. I've been icing it. I think it's sprained because my body went off went up so high off of the banana boat and I came down on my knee instead of back on my feet like I was complaining on my and, feet and I'm definitely was leaning. yeah and I just stayed down the rest of the time like my knee was bent on that boat and I could not get back up I'm like this is embarrassing so thank god that was towards the end of the trip because I couldn't really walk yeah, I mean, like, it fucked everybody up. I mean, my arms was fucked up, legs fucked up. I mean, that's why a bitch been walking, okay? Because I realized that this is just too much. Bitch, you couldn't pull yourself up off the goddamn right. banana boat. It was, I'm not oh, doing that I was again. miserable. I would no. never do that again. 
the white lady came out the off the banana boat with her family and said, I got one word for that ride. Motherfucker. <laughs> and she was like, oh, that's two words. <laughs> like, so discombobulated. Could not get it together. Like, there was nothing fun about it. I mean, it was fun because it was an adrenaline rush, but our hands hurt from being cramped around the goddamn like, rope. I couldn't breathe. I'm, I'm, I'm like to trying to pull it together because I'm embarrassed that I'm, I'm I couldn't back breathe. on shore trying to walk up there to get on my vest and I couldn't breathe. <laughs> it was a lot. It was very intense and the one thing it does show you is just the power of water and, you know, the magnitude of water, Mother Nature. You just have no control over it. And then our nephew was like, yeah, go faster, go faster. And then your ass right. off the banana boat. So nobody was in control. Right. Here, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I really messed up and I refuse to go to the doctor. So I'm just trying to. Just, just elevate ice, heat, all of that. All in all, it was a wonderful trip with the family. It was, you know, like I said, we jet skied, we did the banana boat, we went out to eat. So why many did places. your father have us out there smoking um, cigars? Yeah, Dad introduced us to cigars. I had never really had like a cigar cigar. We went to a cigar shop, and it was like the biggest cigar shop in the world. Like the biggest distributor or whatever, I guess, in North America or something like that. And we literally were in like a cellar, like what looked like a wine cellar, but it was all cigars. And actually, my experience with the cigar was pretty lit. That's because you smoke hookah. So I think you have the like not inhaling thing down. Yeah. And I I liked it. Now, my dad smoked way more than he's probably used to so like he thinks that like cigars <laughs> getting high so <laughs> he definitely will talk about himself. the cares in the world go away when he light his cigar like it's not that deep for me but okay are you Don Coleon <laughs> boy but I did enjoy um first of all I think the white boy in the cigar store had a crush on Amber he was giving us free cigars. I should have went everything. back. And okay, and yeah, you should have. And then all of the white people in um the, at the beach, Amber and I both have goddess locks in our hair at the time, and they were like, "We love your dreadlocks." <laughs> we're like, "Oh God, you come home and everybody has that shit. You know it's not real." But down there, I guess that's their way of saying. We appreciate you. <laughs> it's the accent. I just love dreadlocks. They're so natural it's and the fun for me. Not, yeah, she said it was fun. <laughs> That's the white people's way of saying, uh, "Okay, I see you, right. oh, bitch, <laughs> bitch." This is my hair. That is so fun. <laughs> It was definitely a good time and we will definitely go back again. I would love to hear y'all funny beach stories or, you know, a vacation that you might have recently taken. I know it's COVID right now and 
you know, there's definitely you on one side of the fence or the other about, you know, traveling and everything right now. But I also understand the restlessness of some people from not being at work and being at home all the time. I myself am home all the time. So I definitely needed that getaway just to, you know, relax my mind, hear some beach water, charge my crystals under the moon, all of that good stuff. Yes, I sure did. And I had a great, awesome No, Bianca, I'm a little disappointed because this didn't go how our last beach trip went. Remember when I found me a man at the beach? Oh, God. He was my boyfriend for three whole days. He really was. What was his name? Brick, yes, that was his name. She had the what, what, what was that Virginia? Virginia. Oh, we was at Virginia Beach. Amber swore up and down she had a boyfriend. What Girl, he was across the hall. I was like, oh shit! How old were we? I don't even know. You should try to find him on Instagram. We fought, we were following each other on Facebook, and I was like, as I got older, I was like, oh, he corny. But his body was right Ooh, at the beach, and, and he had some nice lips, girl. girl. Kissing between the vending machines. <laughs> <laughs> because we had to be like 16, girl, 17 years old. <laughs> I remember that you really thought you was having a summer Yes, and we kept in beach, contact girl. when I got home. You was like, I need to figure out how I'm going to see <laughs> him. Because he lived out that way. He lived in Virginia Beach. Yeah. He was like, I need to figure but out. But I was like, seven. Girl. Well, all I did was read Bling on the beach the entire time that I was there. But it was a good time. It was a good time. So, y'all, I know the meat and potatoes of it all. I say that every episode, I feel like, but the knit and grit is here. Okay. So, of course, we all recently watched the verses with Brandy and Monica. And I'm so happy that, you know, both of these ladies decided to collaborate together to make this happen because people have been asking for it for so long. And at one point in time, I saw the viewers get into like mm-hmm. 1.2 million on um, the verses. And so I believe that's probably the highest verses that I've seen to date. The only other highest verses that I saw was, was it? Was it Beanie Man? I don't know if I that one. Oh, I don't. I think they they had like almost a million viewers as well. I believe, but don't quote me on that. But it was definitely something that, um, for the culture, was great to see. You know, two women collaborate who we all know notoriously have been said to have beef with each other. It wasn't. You know, I was kind of disappointed that it didn't give. You know. Jill Scott, Erica Badu vibes, but I also didn't expect it to give that either. They, I think Versus knew what they were doing when they put them two together. They knew that it was going to be a little... Well, off. yeah, because they, I mean, when Versus came out, people were joking about they wanted Brandy and Monica to do it, and they both weren't messing with it for a while. So I was like, I wonder what made them finally come around because they both said no at first. Well, Monica said during the verses, she was like, there were a lot of factors. She was like, there were a lot of factors. And I guess, you know, I don't know the legality of it all, but, you know, I feel like that was mostly 
just the rivalry of it all, saying, you know, how are we going to get this done? And it was probably uh, who's going to play what first and playlist and all types of dumb shit mm-hmm. going on in between. Now, I, I got to break it down in a couple of different parts. First of all, the outfits. Uh, <laughs> Monica wore raspberry <laughs> at the time second half. It was cute. <laughs> it was cute. It was very Monica. It was very true to her aesthetic. Um, I didn't really care for the tiny ass jacket. Her, uh, but that's because you it would never have liked the tiny jacket. I have. I literally have never. But liked she's tiny, so tiny it was cute for her. Yeah, the fit was nice. I understood it. Like I said, it was very Monica. I thought that Brandy stayed true to her. Now, this is the thing. Brandy, to me, doesn't really have an aesthetic. She doesn't. You know, she does whatever she's feeling at the moment. She's kind of all over the place. Monica, you know, she's going to wear a boot. You know, she's going to wear a fly-ass shoe. You know, she's going to be very tailored. She loves a bob. And a fucking hat. Yeah. So her pants were soggy. Her leggings were soggy. So, I ain't like that. It was given very latex. Like, did we use gun oil right. to put these on? Like, it, I didn't like the bag. Yeah, a lot of people shoes. were comparing it to white I, chicks. So I wasn't a fan of that. Um, I guess it's hard to. I mean, because you wouldn't have wanted her to have a camel toe because people would talk I mean, shit about that, right? <laughs> I guess. I mean, maybe it was yeah. the material or whatever. I mean, I understood what she, she was doing. I get it. Whatever. That bob was bobbing. She did. Yeah, the bob was everything. Don't get me wrong. Monica's hair is always lay. She she'll never come. So, what did you feel about Brandy? Um, um, did you think she was being shady by wearing the white kitten heels? No, I thought she thought that that was just a part of Everyone thinks that's shady, but I don't think she did that on purpose. I don't think she did that on purpose. I think she was really going for the boho look. I do think that her boyfriend, Gene, could have fit a little Mm -hmm. bit better. I understood the look that she was going for. And I even understood the mule. You know what I'm saying? But it was giving (laughs) kids in. It was... It was giving kitten, like it, it. It really was, and it was giving um bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. Like, should we dye it or? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, they both it was look, giving that. look cute though. So, so it looked cute, and you know, everybody, you know, went ahead and like looked up how much her blazer cost because I mean y'all making it seem like because you know she had Fendi print on like Monica she was out there being a bum at the end of the day she ain't broke right bitch ain't broke I mean she had killed enough I'm off the thing up honestly (laughs) Bianca is dead wrong Mm y'all I know y'all have heard of um the brandy conspiracies about like how like everybody on her shows that she's been connected to has like died in some way. I thought you were talking about the car accident. Never mind. Yeah, I'm saying like that, and then like so many people just like I said that she's been like connected to on her shows that have mm-hmm. passed away. Hakeem, 
uh, Santana and Dale, that's true. Bernie Mac, hey. like hella people. It's crazy, but we're not gonna get into that. But um, as far as the shade, pause. First of all, I knew that it, this is when I knew it was gonna go left. When Monica's song started playing and Brandy started singing over top of her songs, I was like, oh, uh, You know, Lord. I didn't think nothing of it at first, Bianca. I really felt like Brandy was just being a fan. Yeah, she was. I mean, she was. I definitely thought that she was. But the fact that Monica didn't sing any, I felt like maybe she was offended at first because Brandy just mm-hmm. jumped right in and sang over her songs or whatever. And Although you saw that on other verses, nobody was like yeah. on the microphone singing yeah. person's lyrics. But this is where Brandy had me fucked up two times. Brandy had me fucked up when she didn't want Monica to sing side Oh yeah. And she was like, Oh no, 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 this gonna go out to like the world. This this is gonna go out to the world. And uh Sadai, if you're listening, Sadai, if you're listening, don't listen. Bitch, your daughter's 18 years old. She's listening to Roddy <laughs> Rick. Clearly. Right now, okay. NBA young boy's her favorite. Like she is <laughs> singing Die Young to yes. the top of her fucking lungs. Like a cold hearted nigga. What right. Blah, 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 because she said like, oh, it was the problem. Like and she literally like and then she kept going with it. Like when she sang her next song or whatever, she was like, I gotta clear up that 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 whole situation or whatever. And I was just like, don't be so super condescending with it. Like you said yeah, what you Brandy's extraness was really cringy to me. Mm. Like, chill out. And then the shameless plugs, it was like every time Monica talked about who she collaborated with, Brandy was like, Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't do a song for me too because you know that was a hot one right there and I was just like girl Missy ain't doing no songs yeah. with you and it's like I felt like Brandy like she told my song I'm sorry I think I'm a comedian like but you're being cringy right now and Monica yeah. ain't feeling you Very. Monica was not feeling a lot of the stuff that Brandy said or whatever like when she said something about kick down your doors and smack your chick. Yeah, she was like, because um, I was one of the ones. And Monica's like, now why'd you go and say that? Because now people going to think, and Brandy was like, oh, that's when she was like, oh, oh, I think I'm a comedian. She's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. That's probably going to go viral. And yeah, Monica was like, no, we had a disagreement. It was just a disagreement. Like, why would you make everybody think you done smacked Brandy? Brandy? Like, come on. Right, cringe. And then I absolutely died when Brandy was like, because we a team. And Monica was yeah. like, no, we are not. No, we a group. She was like, because we a group. She right. was like, no, we're not. We are not a group. Like, she did it. <laughs> How so many times was Brandy going to hint at a tour? Girl, Monica was straight looking. Now, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking past yeah. you, head ass. Like, she was not paying her nooch, and I think that at a certain point in time, they was like, you know, Monica's not even participating anymore, because, bitch, if you read one yeah. more poem, one more poem about the twilight and the moonlight and whatever, if you read one more poem, we're look, not here for this that. This is not gonna work. 
we're not here for that at all. I do think that Monica could have participated a little bit more in singing. Yeah. Um, but she wasn't True. able to put on a concert. And, you know, Monica is who she is, and she's always had the diva-esque attitude. That's just who she is. Like, she's a diva. I don't think she was being shady. I think she was jive-like yeah. over her. And I'm going to speak from experience. I have been the annoying <laughs> At least you know. I mean, <laughs> I know that there have been times where I've had a little bit too much to drink. And now, bitch, you need to go home. <laughs> like, I have been that bitch where I'm just thinking that I'm so funny and I'm just the life of the party. And really, no, you're just loud and getting on everybody's nerves. And I had to realize that as a, you know, as I got older, that it's a way mm-hmm. to play the background and still, you know, be you or whatever. But I think Brandy genuinely, like everybody was saying, like, yeah. she's a fan. I don't think that some of the, the things that she said out of her mouth that she was trying to take shots. I think that she's just awkward. That's her personality. And she was trying to, you know, bring some personality out of Monica. Like you said, she's a diva. So Brandy was really trying to, you know, please the crowd probably. But like I said, you were just being cringy and extra. Some of the stuff like you, you didn't have to say that. Yeah. And it it kind of, I guess, seeing them together and, like, knowing about the feud and everything. When we were younger, we thrived off of that. Like, Amber and I used to argue about who was going to be Brandy and who was going to be Monica every time yes. we sang The Boy Is Mine. Like, recording it, putting the putting the tissue <laughs> in the tape, putting the tape in the recorder, yes. hitting record, recording over the song while you were Correct. <laughs> no, you was Brandy last right. time. Like, I think it was one particular note that we all wanted and to, And I like, wish I could remember Hit now. in the song. I think it was... I don't know when it was... I think I like to be Brandy, though. Me, too. I feel like I always wanted to be Brandy. Because at the end, we were, now yours, mm-hmm. I feel like we wanted to, like, you know, whatever. But... They both had hella bops. Like, you didn't realize. Like, at first, I was straight up team Brandy. I was like, Brandy got mm-hmm. more hits than Monica, period. But Monica has such a loyal underground following, whether her song peaked at number one or whatever. Everybody knew Misty Blue off her album. Everybody knew Miss Thing, all of that. So she had some bops. Don't yeah. get me wrong. She did, and I know to me, it didn't seem like people felt like Brandy was, you know, gonna win. I don't really feel like they were the winner, but everybody was saying like, "Oh, Monica, Team Monica." I think they just like Monica more as a person, and Monica is more right. on the scene. You know, she's very fashionable or whatever. Everyone loves Monica, so everybody Team Monica, Team Monica. Me, but Monica. Y'all, y'all not really thinking like musically. Yeah. about the music because Monica's music is very mm-hmm. one track it's, mm-hmm. it is what it is either she's in love yeah. or she's heartbroken and she was very clear about that her. yeah there's no in between with her either she's in love or she's in heartbreak and Brandy kind of is more experimental or whatever I mean it was great for the culture it was very nostalgic to me 
Um, I was through with Ray J. Kept trying to get <laughs> hey, you only also in there one time. <laughs> Not your moment. And Brandy clearly said to him, "No more appearances." <laughs> <laughs> when he got there, she was like, "No more yeah. on camera appearances." Like, shoo shoo fly, mm-hmm. get away. And first of all, oh, pause, pause, pause before I get too sidetracked. When Brandy brought up C murder, I thought that Monica was really going to shy away from the mm-hmm. conversation, but she was like, "Fuck no." Come here, nephew, with that motherfucking T-shirt okay. on. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we see we murder see to the backwards, yes. nigga. Why like, to die, shit? <laughs> Why die, fool? Yes. Why to die? Like, I was like, okay, Monica. Right. Considering all of the media drama around it, if y'all don't know, um, there was basically a whole back and forth exchange between Master P and Monica's team or whatever. I don't know exactly what it was about, but basically C Murder's woman stepped into it and was like Monica who and was saying that she had never missed a phone call, never missed a payment, never missed a visit, and that this bitch moved five minutes away. Right. And Monica was saying, you know, well, you know, I've been there, I've been down. She told Master P like check his visiting list when he was here, there, you know, I guess he's been moved around. And Master P is like, You've been married twice since he's been gone so yeah but uh she uh-huh. and she made it quite clear he's that one she hasn't been able to cut off so that's what she told Brandy. oh i've seen a meme that had me I, look first of all y'all the memes the fucking memes are out <laughs> of this world like the memes are so fucking brutal it's not even fun like Literally, the memes have had me in complete stitches. They said, Brandy was the first black Cinderella. All Monica has taught us is that the nigga that you had was still locked up. I died. And I shouldn't be laughing, you know, that hard because Monica has been through a lot in her relationships. She's seen a lot. If y'all don't know, uh, her ex had, like, committed suicide in front of her or got killed in front of her or something like that. So, She's been through a lot. She is a little gutter, a little rather die junk. But there was just like a level of shade that just felt really uncomfortable. It didn't feel mm-hmm. genuine. Nothing about their interaction felt genuine. When you saw Jill Scott and Erica Badu, they had a lot of love for each other. And it wasn't a competition thing. It was just like, let's share our gifts with everybody in these classics. It was definitely a competition between them Yeah, I felt like that too. And, you know, Brandy was pushing it. Kept talking about tours and stuff, and Monica was like, we just got here today. She said that many times. Right. And she was like, and that's why I had to have that conversation with you face-to-face. And although I understand, you know what I'm saying, the thing about it is Brandy has this image with people that she's, you know, very cut and dry, you know, this good girl image that she's portrayed for a long time, but a lot of people, rumors swirling in the industry have said that, you know, she can be difficult and, you know, that there was a lot of, you know, petty things that she did, you know, with, you know, between them in the past. So, I don't know the ins and outs of that, but I definitely appreciated the battle. I did not even stick around for you the end of it. 
I cut out probably about 40 minutes early and I'm glad that I did because y'all played The Boy Is Mine and Monica sang that. That is the only thing that really blew me. Like, I don't know if Monica was just over or she never planned to, but it's like, wow, everyone waited all this time. It's the last song or whatever y'all song together. And the fact that Brandy was so ready and hyped to sing her part, out at no point, Monica, was you going to put that mic to your mouth? And then she was singing it, but not in the mic. I mean, she stood up with her, whatever, right. and they did the back and forth thing. But, Monica, why couldn't you have just put your damn mouth up to that microphone? Right. It was like she was adamant about not mm-hmm. singing. I was like, ooh, the shade. Yeah. But you got on there and sang what you wanted to sing. But the one song that I understand Monica's had success, whatever. But without the boy's mind, there are so many people that wouldn't know who the fuck he was. Mm. Hurt. So, bruh, you could come on, put your raspberry <laughs> on the right way and you'll have to sing the goddamn song. I don't think there was a distinct winner nor loser. I thought there was a great display of music. I'm sure both of their Spotify listens probably went up immensely after that. And before I end, let's not talk about how they made a fucking power play putting Kamala yeah. Harris on the goddamn version. Now that was smart. That was a political play. You got a million point two black folks mm-hmm. mostly looking at this version. Yeah. Why not? Papa? I wasn't expecting that. I mean, it was a power play. Don't get me wrong, but I just wasn't expecting that. I said, whoa, this this shit got a little deep right here. Y'all got Kamala Harris on this motherfucker. Okay, it's some political shit going on. Right. All right, I get you now. now I mean, the whole the music really a, a business thing, just period, because, I mean, when when were they ever going to get you together? Who did T-Pain battle? I don't remember. T-Pain battled... Look at that, Amber. Who did T-Pain battle? I don't know. But that... Was it Ludacris? No. T-Pain's battle to me was one of the best verses. It was hype. It was raw. It was real. It was two niggas basically going back and forth saying, I see what you did there, but I'm... Oh, Lil John. You know what I'm saying? Lil John, yes. It was hype. It, it, it felt hype. I could feel the tension. That it was a great versus. It was uncut. And they had, I think they had like 600,000 um, people watching. But still, that's a lot of fucking people. And I, I kind of wish it was, you know, in that mode. I feel like, you know, Monica and Brandy did theirs. And then Jill Scott and Erica Badu did theirs. And, you know, they created this docile, you know, kind of atmosphere. When it's like, nah. We females, we can go head to head. Oh, you dropped that? Oh, I'm about to play something for that ass. I mean, but you it, know what it, I'm it was hard like, for, I mean, Brandy and Monica, I mean, because they had real life beef that really they, they didn't get over. So, it wasn't yeah. going to be that kind of thing I mean, for them. Everybody else has, like, genuine love, like I, I said, but they had real beef for years. Correct. I really don't think honestly monica went in with an open mind i think that she like she said there was a lot of factors i think brandy probably would have you know she probably said yes before monica did but 
again, like some people said that Brandy's been very shady in the business and you know, Monica just not no fake joint, you know what I'm saying? She's just not gonna yeah. walk for anything. So it was good. I can't wait for the next verses. Somebody said um something about Keisha Cole. Yeah, um it said that um Keisha Cole accepted or Ashanti accepted the challenge. I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for that because I love them both, so well, somebody told me that the verses was only going to be 45 minutes, and I died. <laughs> I mean, I fucking died. But Ashanti, to me, got a lot of low-key bops. So do Keisha Cole. She got shit that she didn't put out, but we know her whole yeah. album. And the same with Ashanti. Ashanti's Foolish album, we listen to that with all the tracks. It's just that, I mean, Keisha Cole has more recent tracks like everything from Ashanti we know was old shit I mean I was just gonna listen for the music so I've been enjoying these verses though I have to um I thought it was a good time I was definitely in here with the bluetooth straight shabopping um I can't wait for the next verses I don't know who it's gonna be I would like to see Jamie Foxx go. Who against would really somebody. go against Jamie? The Dream. You think? Let me think. That's that's kind of not fair because the Dream writes for so many people. He can he can play some shit that he wrote for somebody or something because I can put it down on other versions. True. Like, he would probably True. kill. I mean, musically, Jamie is a better singer, but the Dream puts. Some, some hot stuff together. He's a producer. Right. right. And like, who was that? I was thinking about not the dream and Jamie Foxx. Who was it? I don't know. I always try to think of like good verses in my mind or whatever because it seems like, you know, once Black Twitter gets something in their mind, they That's make true. shit happen. Black Twitter. Black Twitter, if y'all listen out there, Black Twitter is the motherfucking shiz naive. I don't even know how to access Black Twitter because I don't follow the right people like that. But you can hashtag it and, you know, it'll come up on Twitter. Amber, your hair's so long. I'm looking at Amber on FaceTime. I don't know what my hair is giving right now because it's in these bantu knives and these joints hurt. Well, I had it so locked bad. for like three months. So I, was, I had to press it out to see. Right. I I need to go ahead and get my shit together and see what's going to get, but I'm going to wait till the fall to do that. But anyway, if y'all want to discuss anything that we talked about on the show today, I have been thinking about getting the discussion board together so we can, you know, kind of just delve into every episode and we can speak our mind or have, you know, a Queen BT podcast chat. I'm not sure. Give me your opinions. Of course, like I said, the inbox is always open at queenbtpodcast at gmail.com. That's queen, the letter B, T-E-A at gmail.com. Um, what else? I don't know. You tell me. <sighs> I'm back in the house <laughs> from vacation. And I came back and was like, <sighs> I mean, it was a bittersweet thing for me. I kind of, I kind of didn't want to come back home because I know home was work but maybe I just wanted to to be a hood rat at least one time and it didn't happen 
Right. Well, I do. I, I do want to go to uh, Philly. We're gonna go to Philly and get some cheesesteaks before I, you know, get too cold to move and do anything. Before September is up, I definitely plan on getting back to Philly to go to Delasandros and get me one of them good ass cheesesteaks. Delasandros got the best. I ain't gonna lie, Max's is great because they have the clock bar next door. You or you order your steak in there or whatever. I love the bartender. She is. So beautiful. I love that what? Ass. But <laughs> she has a great body. Oh my God. It's so fucking beautiful. It's I follow her on Instagram. But give me that. <laughs> no, I think she's um she's like Nigerian or something for real, but she got that real like <laughs> African booty. Like that joint. That joint, that joint is is beating drums when she walks. Okay. Like look, literally. Look, let me look but, my ass up. To this machine and make something happen. I want somebody to talk about me like that. <laughs> you so crazy, Amber. Do you have a business for the week? I don't. I thought you did. I always have a business. Um, I definitely talk about my friend's business all the time. Her, um, she does an infused, a cannabis infused business. It's called Weed. That's O U I apostrophe D, like we weed, but weed. She has a great platform where she does um, basically all the things that you need to cook with infused foods. So she does the oil, she does butter, she does honey. It's all infused. She's actually working on doing infused sugar and infused salt and getting into some seasonings that are infused as well. And the business has really been booming for her. So you guys definitely make sure that you look her up. O-U-I apostrophe D triple underscore. She has great things. They not only have infused stuff, but it tastes magical. Absolutely love it. I need to get the honey because I put it over my Crescent biscuits. And let me tell you, zone 10. Bianca, okay, but the question about it is, I don't do edibles, so am I gonna eat something infused and it's gonna have me tripping? No, they have a more controlled environment and what they're doing, and I use the butter. I mean, I've used the butter in breakfast. I've made eggs with it, pancakes, you know, on top of my pancakes, all of that, so it doesn't give you, like, that, oh my gosh, I'm delirious high. It just basically gives you a nice steady you know upgrade the more you eat and you probably want to take a nap after but it's in the best place. maybe that'll be better because i saw um something on instagram last week that said the last time i took an edible the edible took me and that is how i felt anytime that you are googling how to stop being high i realized Edibles are not for me. Every time I'm like, well, maybe if I, you know, take less or, oh, this is a different treat this time. Let me see how it goes. I'm on Google how to stop being high after an edible. I'm dead. And it's like, calm down. Just tell yourself it's not going to last forever. Lay down, drink some water, catch right. your breath. Like, why am I Googling this? Hey, I'm done. Never hilarious. give me a fucking edible ever in your life. Yeah, maybe it's not for everybody. You know, I know a lot of people that say they're not really into edibles. My problem is with me, I smoke, and so by the time that I get to the edible, I don't know what it's really giving me because I'm already three J's in. 
So, it's a different high. That outer body know. experience is not cute. Okay. Oh my gosh. Well, if you're into that, definitely hit up a weed. Oh, you at a bunch of weed I love them so much. And we're going to come back next week with a dope ass episode. I miss y'all so much. We're working on getting more consistent at the tea with Queen Big. Agreed. 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 We're trying to get more episodes out to y'all. We're trying to get more subscribers. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. The more people that subscribe to the show, we get more um, listenership. We also get put out some more um, platforms that you can hear us on. And it just helps us get seen by a lot more people. I appreciate all of the people who subscribe, who listen, who share, like, all of that who encourage me, encourage us. I appreciate every last one of you. I cannot wait to talk to y'all next week. We're going to make sure that we're on time. Until next week, we'll be back. Bye. Bye.